0: podcast welcome everyone to episode 49 my name is luke and i'm john we're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can and we're just a couple of dads john who break down the fights that your buddies are too square to break down and this weekend we are back in las vegas my man for a fight night at the apex that
1: is right luke smaller ring, smaller crowd Big hopes and dreams for a lot of the fighters this week, but first, we've got to get a quick reminder in for
0: all of our Daddy Sharp listeners. Yeah, listen up everyone. So in two weeks, we are officially wrapping up Season 1 of Daddy Sharp's UFC. It's all over. Until next season. But soon, we're going to kick off season two of the Daddy Sharps College and NFL Breakdowns. John, super excited.
1: Oh, very excited. We're absolutely
0: jacked to dive into football
1: this year. And for now, for now, we're going to recap UFC, our best bets from UFC Nashville. Luke, start us off. Not a bad week at all, my
0: man. Not bad at all. Loud and proud. Let's shout it, my man. Three and one on best bets which means if you had tailed our bets you'd be up right now so we're excited about that for sure hey for my first best bet i told you that tanner the bulldozer bozer would come away with a win and that wild dude from canada did just that (laughs) right here that's the winner (laughs) love that guy next well would you call it a faux hawk or a mole like a or is it like a a mullet it's kind of like a combination of both right i I think
1: I think in America, it's probably a combination of both. But in Canada, it might be that might be a Canadian mullet. Maybe that's yeah. how they do it
0: up there, yeah. in Alberta, it's just good flow, my man. Just good yeah. flow. Yeah. next, I picked the Jeremiah Wells Carlson Harris fight to end by finish. It was close. It Wells was. Wells almost had the sub in the first round, but then he tired himself out and Harris took over and got the sub late in the third. oh, it was so close, but it was another best bet winner. Yes.
1: So one and one on the week for me on the best bets. First, I went with Baja Mundes over Klein. Thought Baja Mundes was way too big for this guy and too good of a kicker for Klein to compete with. Klein dropped Baja Mundes in the first round. Me and you immediately looked at each other and said, Oh no. Oh no. And my best bet guy there, Baja Mundes, never seemed the same after he hit the mat and he loses by decision. Next. I went with the plus money dog of Cody Durden over Hadley, and the underdog cashes here for the Daddy Sharps. There were some moments there in that second round, but Hadley was out wrestled in this one as Durden
0: wins a close one, and we cash underdog money. Can't ask for yeah. much more. Yeah, we did, and you can't. And you know what? I told you on both of those, I was equally disappointed about Hamondas, but you know what? On that Durden fight, I was I was more confident about him winning than any other fight on the car i knew it he had everything added on. up he came out pumped ready everything added up even played yep. to the crowd pumping his fists late in the third when he knew he had the decision Arr, <laughs> i was like fight. calm
1: down win the fight first win the fight first why can't they all be like that all <laughs> that's right, right. all right
0: that's right <laughs> here we go john let's break down our best bets for ufc fight night at the apex and what we can only describe as a challenging card perhaps? Mm, yeah. is that the best yeah. that's a yeah. nice way of saying it you gotta I, I, be pretty sharp for this one yes pretty you do.
1: gonna need some help here and uh this first fight i'm gonna call this guy one of my best friends i got Ooh. frimmed versus picket and i'm gonna call this play the picket fade mr luke every time you see Pickett fighting on a card you definitely bet against this guy. It's not nice, but it's true. Pickett is huge for the weight class. Six foot two, 80 inch reach. Sounds good so far. You're going to see him at weigh-ins and think, how could this guy lose? However, that's exactly what he does. Five losses in seven UFC fights. Four of those losses by finish. Two of the wins. His only two wins on the UFC against guys that are a combined. One in seven on the UFC. Not good not good at all. And to be honest with you, Luke, the only reason I think this guy is still in the UFC, he accepted Bo Nichols' UFC debut fight. Dana's trying to do him a favor here and throw him a bone. On the other side, we have Fremd. This guy's only one and two so far in the UFC, but he has losses to some top fighters like Fluffy Hernandez and the power striker Robo Cop Rodriguez. Pickett, nowhere near the level of these guys. And really, you take the names out, you cover up the name Pickett, and you just look at the numbers here. The key to the fight for me is Pickett has a glaring weakness. He is not good against grapplers and has been submitted three times as a professional. All of those losses in the first round. Fremd, four wins by submission, including his last two UFC fights. My best bet here, I'm going to go Frimmed by finish, my man. Ooh, You're getting... A minus 350 favorite, and we're going to cut that at least in half. I don't know what the numbers are quite yet. We're going to take Frimmed by finish as my best bet.
0: Nice. Not bad. And I don't know if you can hear it, but my little kitty cat just walked in the room and she agrees. She started it. Meowing. Yeah, she, she started meowing. I thought, he I, thought, I, thought I heard Frimmed. Oh, geez. What are we doing here? What, what are we doing here? It's because yes. we're getting close to NFL and season and, and we're just getting Craig. giddy we're crazy time to be professional for my first best bet i'm breaking down a middleweight fight john aj dobson versus stefan in Jukui, my best bet is the fight will end by finish that is what's going to happen in this one and to prove it let's just let's just do the math simple math is what we're doing right now And mm-hmm. in- is six and three in his pro career overall three and three in the ufc including the dana white contender series by the way i'm including that in the three and three so out of his professional fights he's got six that have ended in knockouts four wins by knockout two losses by knockout if you're wondering and he has three decisions for dobson he is six and two in his pro career one and two in the fc including the contender series i'm adding the contender series to the one and two yes two of his fights professionally have ended by a knockout three have ended in submission and three ended by decision they're both coming off two losses they're both hungry for a win here one of them is getting knocked out in this one go with the safer bet don't go for the knockout go for we'll end by finish that is my best bet but I'm going to analyze this more when it comes down to. And after the weigh in and I'm thinking I'm going to pick someone by knockout as well, but yeah, definitely. Best bet ends by finish. Funny you say that, Mr.
1: Luke. We have a rare double bet in a single fight, a rare double best bet on the daddy sharps podcast. My best bet in this fight, I like Njukwe to win. Njukwe coming off two knockout losses, but those losses come at 205 pounds. He was knocked out by Olsberg, who we all know from this podcast, one of my favorite fighters. That guy's going to be a top five contender at 205 before long. He was also knocked out by Azamat, who went on after the Njukwe fight to beat two ranked opponents. This fight, as you mentioned earlier, is taking place at 185 pounds, where Njukwe is one and one, one of those losses, the only loss at 185, came against the Iron Turtle, another podcast favorite here. And me and you agree on this. This guy is one of the smartest fighters on the UFC roster. The guy just finds a way to win. And Juqui, this guy's only got nine pro bouts. He's still raw. Now, you look at his opponent, Dobson. This guy's gone 6-0 and before getting to UFC, steps into the big show octagon. Now he's 0-2, yet to find that first win On the UFC. In his two UFC fights, he's been outstruck nearly two to one. And against the only grappler that he's fought so far in the two fights, he was taken down six six times. I am beginning to question if Dobson belongs here. And I know Njukui belongs here, and he's testing out this new weight class. That's why I'm making Njuqui my best bet. But like you said, take a look at that scale. (laughs) We got to make sure he makes it. He's made it twice. But we got to make sure he looks good.
0: Make sure he makes it. I like that one a lot. You've kind of you, you, you've sold me on it. I, I got to watch though the weigh-in, but uh, I I do think that one of these guys takes down the other and ends by finish as well. So two yeah. best bets, one match. I love that. So we're moving on though because I've got my second best bet on the line right here. Exciting I'm hoping you one. agree with me on this one. I really do. I hope you like this fight. It's a prelim lightweight fight. We've got Terrence T Rex McKinney is a kind of a moderate Ooh. favorite over Mike Money Breeden. Never good when you're stealing nicknames here. <laughs> I was just, just thinking that, yep. <laughs> but that's not why I am picking McKinney. And I like McKinney to win this fight. But uh-huh. Again, here we go. Two fighters who were coming off of two losses each, which I would normally be very cautious about. And McKinney is is a fill-in after Lando Venata withdrew from this fight. Let's talk about Breeden a little bit. 34 years old. Six years older than McKinney. He's 0-2 in the UFC, 3-1 and 1 in the LFA, if, if you're trying to compare where he came from. Still, he's won the majority of his professional fights by KO. But he lost his last two to average fighters, I would argue, which, which paints a picture for me. So let's break those down. He lost a first-round KO to Alexander Hernandez, who was ranked 34th, but 6-5 and five in the UFC. Next, he lost a unanimous decision to Natan Levy, a fighter that, that we both love, up and coming, yes. fairly new to the UFC, but we like what he's bringing to the table and to the octagon. But he's also ranked outside the top 50 for lightweight, so, so there is that for Levy. Let's look yes. at McKinney. I'd argue his last two losses were against much better opponents, Sadakov and Bonfim. Before those fights, he choked out Eric Gonzalez. Therefore, my best bet is McKinney to win this fight. I think he'll win by finish, but go with the win. Great conversation, John. But I think it's time for us to deep dive. You want to do a little deep dive?
1: A little deep dive? Yeah, let's do a little deep dive. Let's go to the diving board, get right in.
0: Let's get right in. (laughs) And we're going to do it on our first fight, which is a prelim heavyweight fight. It's Josh Parisian versus Martin Boudet. Boudet, a moderate favorite around, hovering around 200. Who do you like here, John? Uh, I definitely don't see this
1: one being an exciting fight. Can I say that? <laughs> I sound yeah. kind of negative here, but. uh
0: you just did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> neither of these guys, high volume styles, and they both lit way too many strikes through. However, the one thing they both share they're durable. Is that the same as saying in the NFL draft, somebody has a high motor? <laughs> Parisian has never been finished inside. He's never finished anyone inside round one. And Boudet, UFC fights all have gone to the judges. So my favorite bet here, and it's actually a pretty heavy one for me, I like the lean on this fight hitting the over one and a half
0: rounds. What do
1: you think, Luke?
0: Yeah, Prop not bad, not the bad. Heavyweight rules. Not bad, not bad. But I, I'm wondering about the why it's set at one and a half. It just kinda I don't here's why. Like Boudet is 12 and one and the, the guy's on a roll. Yes. He, he's got all the momentum here, I would argue. Uh Parisi coming off a loss by decision to Jamal Pogues. Uh I'm leaning definitely toward Boudet to win this fight. Um and I'm I'm thinking it ends by finish. The daddies are fighting. No, not fighting, not fighting, uh, because I, I, I agree with the over. I think these guys tie each other up in the first round and they just, uh, you know, they, they it's boring until it gets to the second, late in the second, yep. early in the third, and then someone's knocking someone else out because the other one is way too tired to to continue. So I think we're all locked up and, and, and decided here that we're all agreeing. We got Boudet to win. Yes. Ends by finish. Someone's getting knocked out. And it's going to happen in late in the second, early third. So we got the over one and a half rounds. I like it. I like it, man. I like it. Yes, I like that.
1: You could almost play both sides right there.
0: I think I'm playing every side. Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got a featherweight fight. We've got Francis Fire Marshall. See what mm-hmm. he did there? I like it. I like it. Creative. <laughs> Slight favorite. Minus 190 over Isaac the Midwest Chapa dolgarian i I love how you say laugh
1: the midwest chopper (laughs) my focus (laughs) in this fight it is solely on dolgarian more specifically his resume luke something's glaring here this is his ufc debut he's got five wins under his belt five and oh and he's fought exactly one man with a winning record one guy (laughs) i'm leaning marshall but he hasn't shown the hype that he had heading into the dana white contender series he's been outstruck in the on the feet in the last two fights on the ufc but i think against this guy he easily gets the job done here
0: yeah i agree i'm a heavy lean toward marshall here as well he should get it done this is dulgarian's debut like you said not a not a lot of info on him either he's like five and oh he's five and oh in the fighting alliance championship that's about (laughs) what what you can find that
1: that is not on tv
0: (laughs) that is not pay-per-view that's Mm -hmm. televised in florida i I think um uh marshall should uh win this fight against a fighter who uh you know shines on local cable yeah so there you go up next to a (laughs) a prelim bantamweight fight we've got marcus the maniac mcgee Pretty heavy favorite minus four hundred versus JP Young Savage buys this one here.
1: uh, This is a head scratcher, and for me especially, has the why did buys take this fight? And I think the book agrees with me, putting McGee at minus four hundred. Buys usually fights at one twenty five. McGee has fought at one forty five. Now they're going to square off in the middle at one thirty five. So Buys is coming off street three straight losses. Doesn't exactly give me confidence against this fighter and his opponent. This guy is going to be much bigger in the octagon. I am leaning McGee to win
0: all the way here. Absolutely, that's the that's the right side of this business. I'm leaning McGee to win here as well. He should definitely get it done. Yeah, the South African 0-3 in the UFC buys. So yeah, he's he was knocked out in two of his last three fights as well. Think mm. about that. Mm got to think jaw at that point so yeah all right next my man i know one of your favorite fights here we've got a straw weight fight on the main card pollyanna viana versus yasmin lucido who do you like actually rubbing
1: off a little bit on me now for our regular listeners of the podcast here luke is fantastic at breaking down female fights and he's very good at predicting the female underdog You've hit some plus 400s, some plus 500s in the last month. And I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my own arrow here, sir. I'm nice. ready. I'm not just taking the underdog. I'm taking the underdog with a prop, my man. Oh. I like Vienna by finish. Her style of fighting does not lend itself to win decisions. In fact, she's 0 and 4 when the judges get involved in her pro career. Her four wins on the UFC, all of them round 1 finishes. She gets it done with knockouts. She gets it done with armbars, submissions. Lucita, coming down a weight class for the first time here. And usually the first thing to go in a weight cut is the chin. I got the heavy, heavy lean on Vienna by finish, my man. I got I got the arrow.
0: I like that. I the like arrow. that a lot. She is the <laughs> underdog. And I like the underdog in this one too. She's 10 years older and she's 10 years wiser. Yes. She has knockout power. Five wins by KO, but but uh, you know so does Lucindo, which you know she's got eight wins by by KO. Uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. Got some punching power, but but, yes. but also has eight wins by submission, and I think there's where the difference is in this fight, and I think yes. there's a lot of potential. That's a lot of potential right there for a uh, a finish. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's, that's how I'm, I wasn't going to go that way. I wasn't going to lean cool. that way. I'm leaning that way now. Oh, let's uh, go. I was going to let's take go. the to, to win. Uh, I, I'll definitely bet the over in this fight as well. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. So I'm going to, uh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to bet the honor to win. I'm going to probably do take the prop finish and I'll, and the, and I'm going to consider the over for this. It's It's a slight lean still because female fights tend to go the distance. statistically speaking they tend to go but that is a lot of by finish on their records Um, yes yeah i love that man i love that next up we've got a light heavyweight fight on the main card we've got khalil roundtree a moderate favorite around minus 200 or so versus chris dawkus john who are you taking in this one I got, I got a, I got a side
1: note. You know, here we are. We're the daddy sharps, right? We're the daddy sharps. So I got to give some fatherly advice to our betters out there right now. This is the third fight. in this little series that we've just done where people are changing weight classes. So Chris Docus is dropping from heavyweight to light heavyweight. Make sure you watch the heavy, the, the weigh-ins on Friday. Totally. You want to see what these guys look like on the scales. Even if you make your bet, you can still cash out. Make sure you watch these guys on the scale on Friday. All right, that's my daddy advice. So, like I said, we got we got Docus dropping from heavyweight all the way down to light heavyweight. And why would he drop? He was he weighed 241, not really a light, very light guy at that weight class. Well, Docus suffered three straight knockout losses. <laughs> the last five contests for these fighters a combined 10 fights, so 5 on each side. 8 of them have finished before the final bell and that's going to be my favorite bet here. This fight does not go to distance. Interesting.
0: I love that. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Uh two were scheduled to fight in June. Uh last time they were supposed to, you know, fight each other and, and it was canceled after Doc has suffered an injury. So th- there is that to think about. Okay. This matchup will be Dawkins' debut as a light heavyweight. We've already kind of you've talked about the, the the weight issue and and cutting weight and and can you make it? But does that mean he's going to be uh, stronger? I I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. He's he's coming down a weight after three straight losses, so maybe you know he's obviously trying his his hand in a different weight class. Maybe that will do it. Maybe that will be the trick. Yeah. He's gonna definitely gonna have the more girth. I don't know about strength, but girth <laughs> definitely. And yes. uh, will he? Will he be? Watch for those zombie eyes. at The weigh-in. Did he work too hard to get that weight off? Roundtree. I I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I think Roundtree's gonna dominate this fight. Yep, I uh, I'm actually
1: when I broke this down too. That's the way I was leaning. I thought the I went the conservative route and said fight's gonna end by finish, but. I'm liking what you're throwing down right here. Roundtree yeah, round. hits like a truck. He hits like yeah. a heavyweight.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He, he hits hard. And uh, I'm leaning Roundtree to win by KO is what I had written down before you even mentioned uh, by finish. So Woo. we're on the same page, my brother.
1: I like it. I went Let's conservative. See. You went with the arrow. You're Let's... shooting the bullseye. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are why these aren't best bets. These are just leans right now. And have fun with Hey, uh, and, and and let's see if we can continue that trend because this one's interesting to me. We've got a the co-main event. This is a tough one for me, man. We've got a featherweight fight. We've got Cub Swanson versus Hakeem Mean DeWodu. DeWodu is like a moderate favorite, minus 250. What do you think? All right. We got Swanson,
1: 39 years old and 3-7 and seven in his last 10 fights. The three wins... His opponents were at least 35 years old, and the 35-year-old was the youngest by far. Like, the other guys were like 38 and 39. Uh, the mean, he's a points fighter, uses his length and striking to win decisions. I only went by his nickname because that is hard for me to say, sir. Give it to me, Luke. Dewodu. Dewodu. The only way to beat him, though, is to take him down and get control time. He has a hard time getting back up off the mat. Takedowns are not part of Cub Swanson's game, only landing two in the last 10 fights. I've got the heavy lean on Dewodu to win this one.
0: Lean on the me. Yes. Yeah, I'm a heavy lean on the Canadian as well, Dewodu to win both coming off of losses. Dewodu, the, the better striker. By far, uh, he'll want to keep the fight on the feet as well. Yeah, he doesn't want it, you know. And um I think that's where it's going to stay. It could be over quickly. It's going to be really interesting, but it's again two fighters who were just, you know, on the face of it, like, ugh, you know. That's yeah. that's there lies the challenge of the card. It's just not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just that. <laughs> it's just that. Yes. You know. All right, heavily yeah. underdog to, to win. I think we're both on the same uh page mm-hmm. there uh let's move on shall we to the main event a welterweight fight we've got rafael dos anjos a a really kind of slight favorite here in this fight against vicente the silent assassin luke oh luke
1: this guy's a finisher a finisher and i'm saying that with air quotes this guy finishes everyone he fights until he gets to the ranked opponents. So let me rephrase that. This guy finished everyone he fights until he fights really good guys. 0 <laughs> <laughs> oh 3 against the best in the weight class, and it's usually not even close. Against elite strikers and Neil and Wonderboy, he was knocked down twice. Chin was questionable there. Then against a top grappler in Muhammad Bilal. He surrendered five takedowns. There are levels to this game, and he's not at a top 10 level based on recent performances. Dos Anjos is one of those elite competitors. The only knock, the only weakness I see in this guy's game right now, he's 38 years old. Dos Anjos is a takedown machine, landing 17 takedowns in the last four fights. I love Dos Anjos in this this. I think he's the easy choice here. That's who I like. Who
0: do you like, Luke? Interesting. I, I think this is like one of the closest fights on the card. I really do. Uh, well, I, I didn't and... make
1: it a best bet because the age does scare me. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think, you know, you know what? I, you tend to change my mind a lot of times. Oh, Don't but do it. I don't You're think you me later. Yeah, I don't think you are this time. You, you, oh. you're, you're not. Well, look, this is why these are deep dives and not our best bets. Uh, yeah. These are just fights that I'm kind of like in the middle. And when it's this close, I think Vegas has got this right. It's really close. But I, I, I like the underdog in this one. I like Luque. Lands more strikes. Absorbs more, too. Absolutely absorbs more. I, I He has better striking accuracy, though. Maybe there's something to be said by that uh, for that in this fight. He's got good takedown defense. Not great. Good yeah so you know but that there's your deciding factor in the fight right that you think that's the difference maker and that's pretty impressive this is why i was looking at it 17 takedowns in the last four fights that's pretty impressive yes i'm not i'm not doing the math per three rounds you can go ahead and do that if you want um (laughs) don't don't forget to carry the one Uh, yeah I, you know, I think they're pretty equal as grapplers, maybe. Um, yeah. uh, I'd like to know who throws more elbows. I didn't research, that's like the one angle I didn't I didn't research when they're grappling. I love elbows when grappling opens up people, splits them, splits the old noggin. Yes, yes, cuts. I like Luque. I like Luque. I like Luke. I like Luke. I like Luke. It, 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 and I and I'll say this is about Luke as well. Uh this is one scary part of this fight, uh, is that he uh, just got medically cleared to uh-huh. to to be in this fight because he he has a brain he had a had past tense a brain hemorrhage, a, a, an MMA fighter with a brain hemorrhage, he had to, he had to lay off a year, and now he's coming back. That scares me a little bit, but on the other side of that coin, he's hungry. He's yeah. lost time. I don't know, man. I think I I just here's what I envision: you and me on a call together we're just watching this fight together <laughs> and we who cares who wins at that point because we're up big time on our best bets and we're just having fun yes ufc fight night at the apex in las vegas yes it's time to recap our best bets that will have us sitting pretty in yes. the nice seats up front john well they were <laughs> Catering to us and yes. feeding us wings, beautiful beer beers. Yep. While we sit and watch that main event. Jump. Yes. Who do you like is your best bet? I got a new term for the podcast.
1: I'm gonna call it the picket fade. I like frimmed versus picket. My best bet here is frimmed by finish. And then I like the Dobson versus Njuque fight. Injuque to win is my best bet there.
0: I love that one because I've got the Dobson and Juqui fight as well, but my best bet in that one is it will end by finish. No doubt about it. And then I love the Terrence McKinney fight. He's fighting Mike Money Breeden. I love McKinney here. I love McKinney to win that fight. John, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Remember, though, always gamble responsibly and within your means, and the bets that we share are based on our own research we don't always with
1: yes be sure to check us out on social media at daddy sharps on instagram and twitter we're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much
0: more but first john who is your daddy and are you ready for football we are and yes